Hello, I'm Gary Preston from Grace Faith Christian Discipleship, and this is lesson number five in Romans the Journey. In previous lessons, we've looked at things like Paul's method for ministry. You'll have to go back and look at the previous uh, recordings. Lessons one to four. They're in our playlist on YouTube under Grace Faith Christian Discipleship. So we've looked at Paul's method for ministry. We've looked at how to rightly divide the word of truth. We've looked at the absolute number one key to rightly dividing the word of truth is to know the true nature and character of God because we hold the true nature and character of God up against what we're hearing or what we're reading, and that is how we rightly divide the word of truth. If you hear anything or if you read anything that contradicts the true nature and character of God, of course you have to know what the true nature and character of God is, and how do you get to know that? by reading the New Testament of the Bible. Because the new, true nature and character of God are not revealed in the law of Moses. They are only revealed in the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. The other things that we've already looked at is who the author of the book of the Bible is. In this case, the author of the book of Romans is the Apostle Paul. And we also have to know who the audience is. Who is he speaking to? Which dispensation are they under? The reason we're looking at these things, who his audience is, is so that we'll know if this applies to us. Does this apply to us? It's in the New Testament of the Bible. It's in the book of Romans. But do, does what Paul is saying apply to, apply to us? Or does it only apply to people under that particular dispensation? So we're going to look today specifically at who Paul's audience is. And that's in Romans chapter 1 verse 7. So let's go there now. Romans chapter 1 verse 7. See, he says to all who are in Rome. So he's addressing who his audience is. To all people who are in Rome, but then he qualifies it. Beloved of God, called saints, or called to be saints. This to be would put it in the future tense, but those words to be have been added by the translators. I preferred to read this verse without those words. To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, and of course everybody is beloved of God, called saints. Why are they called saints? Because they've accepted Jesus as their Lord. These people are born-again Christians. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So he's addressing saints, born-again Christians, and they're not dead people. He's addressing saints in the area of Rome, right? Which would lead me to believe that these are Gentiles, not Jews. So predominantly his audience are Gentile 
Christians. So we'll just go to my notes in verse 7. Importantly, Paul tells us in verse 7 who his audience is. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. Note, to be has been added by the translators. And I ask this question. Are these people Christians? Well, that could be debated because God loves everyone and he draws or calls everyone by his spirit to Jesus. In fact, if we were to add if we were to add the translators to be, this could include everybody. In Ephesians, Paul writes to all saints, that is, all born-again Christians. So I'm comparing this writing with the writing in Ephesians. I'm comparing Paul's audience in Ephesians with his audience in Romans. Because his audience in Romans is far more selective. In Ephesians, Paul writes to all saints, that is, all born-again Christians. However, that's not the case, as Paul's writing here in Romans is to an audience that are predominantly Gentiles. To varying degrees, his audience are, or were, under the law of Moses. He says in Romans 7.1, I speak to them that know the law. Not that just have a passing knowledge. This is, these people in the book of Romans have an intimate knowledge of the law of Moses. And we'll find out why as we read on. I'll pose a question to you. How could a Gentile know the law? As the law was only ever given to the children of Israel. You see, I for one, I'm a Gentile. I've never really had exposure to the law. I know a lot of you are saying, well, gee, you didn't go to the church that I was in. That's right. I didn't. The answer to that question, let's read the question. How could a Gentile know the law as the law was only ever given to the children of Israel. Answer. Paul's audience here in Romans are all born-again Christians. If they were not born-again Christians, he would have preached a simple salvation message, but he's not. We've already looked at the journey that Paul's taking his audience on. It's a journey from the law of Moses, to the grace of Jesus Christ. So right now in this early part, he's establishing one who, is, who he is, what his credentials are, and two, who his audience is. This is of so great importance to us. So if they were not Christians, he would have preached a simple salvation message. They are born-again Gentiles who have been enticed by the Judaizers to come under the law of Moses. And who are the Judaizers? Well, they are Jews who converted to Christianity. So they're also born-again Christians. But they were Paul's, what he uses, he uses a metaphor, he calls them his thorn in the flesh. 
right? They, his thorn in the flesh were, if, if you look at, look at it, they were messengers of Satan, angelos, messengers of Satan. They weren't a sickness or a disease. They were messengers of Satan doing the will of the enemy. Born-again Christians, yeah, that's right. Born-again Christians, previously Jews, who were doing the work of the enemy. It's kind of like, tilt, tilt, I didn't know that could happen. Well, it's in your Bible, folks. These Judaizers were saying to the um, new converts to Christianity, that's great that you've made Jesus your Lord and Savior. However, now you need to keep the law. They probably weren't as blunt as that. Now you need to be, and in those days the big deal was circumcision. It might not be the big deal today, but the Judaizers are alive and well today, and they're trying to get people to come back in to keep the law. And the way they do it, it's pretty, it's deceptive. It's very deceptive. It's teaching by implication. I'm talking about what's happening today. It is implied that if you do this or you do that, that God is more likely to hear you and more likely to answer your prayer. That is pure evil. That is pure deception. You know, that is not true. The only way that you can hear or Receive from Jesus is by faith in Jesus Christ. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It doesn't come any other way. It doesn't come. Faith does not come by keeping the law. Amen. That brings us to the conclusion of lesson number five in Romans the Journey. And I will see you in lesson number six very shortly. God bless.